Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Hi, I hope you're having a good day. It's a good day at the Collie House outside. It's kind of a dreary and very cold day. But here with my Bible and my Digging Deep book, it's warm and cozy, and I even have a cup of coffee. And I'm just going to take just a minute to talk about some resources today quickly. Some, I, I just, I guess I would label this my favorite resources for Christian mamas and for Christian homes, for Christian parenting. Well, that was a long title. But uh, these are just some resources that I want to throw out there in view of the fact that we're studying the fifth command, honor your father and your mother. Emily, my co-host this month, and I were talking last night about some passages in the New Testament that we're going to highlight on our podcast, our video podcast this month. And we were talking about passages that include honoring parents, but also include some very dangerous behaviors, some spiritual pitfalls that come when we go down the road of failing to instill honor for authority in the hearts of our children. So I want to throw out some, well, I hear my clocks and my computers are all going, making noise in the background, but I just want to throw out today a few resources that are online resources for the most part today that have helped me in the past in child rearing that have anchored me in when I would have questions about the word that I wanted to explain to my children when I needed rationale for the decisions that my husband and I were making when I just needed visible or tangible resources. Uh, go to places online that helped me as I was raising my children and now are helping my children as they are raising my grandchildren. And I'm seeing these resources in their homes as well. As well. Okay, first of all, I wanted to, I think I pointed out apologeticspress.org. That has got to be one of the top two resources for the Collie House is um, all of the, just the amazing wealth, the depth of the library that you can find at Apologetics Press. And I think last time I talked to you about specifically the reading programs that they have for your children, where your children read a portion of scripture and then take a test on it and advance as they read. Great resource for our homes, for our family battle times, and for homeschoolers. But I also wanted to specifically mention the creation cards that you can find on that website. Creation cards are great for tiny hands, especially tiny hands during Bible time or during worship services. And you can go uh, pretty much in any direction you want to go using those creation cards. I mean, I would even use them in as far up as middle school and, you know, play a game where your kids pick out a card and they have to tell you five amazing facts about whatever card they picked up for a family Bible time and even give you a Bible verse where that particular entity is mentioned. Like if they pick up, let's say they pick up grass, well, you're going to probably 
have them to tell you that uh, something about, if they're in middle school, something about photosynthesis, something about the uh, food chain and what animals are dependent on grass, but then you're going to probably take them to the book of James and how that our life is a, a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. And it is like the grass of the flower of the field that um, comes springs up and then perishes. So you're going to make them go to Bible verses that mention things that are on those creation cards. And you're going to put evidences in there too. But, you know, primarily just get these for your babies because I was at our son and daughter-in-law's house the other day and she had the creation cards outside and she was giving those to Maggie and saying, see if you can find this. And it would be an acorn or a nut and then it would be a, a lizard and then it would be... Um, a blade of grass or a leaf or a piece of fruit and she made sure that she had chosen the cards that Maggie could the objects that Maggie could find in their Florida yard but then at the end it was amazing because they talked about how that God had placed those things in her yard for specific reasons and then they ended by praying to God about how grateful they were for his gifts that sustain life so you know she's two and that was just a great uh, Bible, family Bible time planned around those creation cards. So apologeticspress.org, I believe it is, and look for those creation cards there along with lots and lots of other materials. The next one I wanted to mention is a book that Hannah and I put together called Pure on Purpose. Now we're, talk, we're uh, moving up a few years and talking about teen girls here. And the neat thing about this book is that it does have a video with it. So it's a series for classes. The video is a little bit more expensive than our other videos because it's designed to just buy one of them for an entire class. So of course, investing the money to make these at a television studio several years ago, we, um, we needed to make those where if we're only selling one for a class that we could somehow recoup that money it's i think it's thirty dollars for a video but it's for one per class and then the girls have a book each and those books are relatively inexpensive and the girls watch a video and then they answer some questions discuss some things and do some projects based on the video that they watched and so it's 13 lessons 13 weeks in all but i i love actually to make this a two-quarter class so that you're watching a video and then spending a couple of weeks doing the projects that follow and the discussions that follow the video. And these are on themes like sexual purity, getting into the Word of God, being faithful in prayer, dressing modestly. That's the kind of thing that these are about. And both Hannah and I worked on this project. So I just wanted to point you to thecolleyhouse.org. Lots of other websites carry it, but thecolleyhouse.org. In the store there, you can find that. Now, the next one is a free one, and these are the Kids Sing cards. The Kids Sing, if you go on the Collie House, uh, not the Collie House, I'm sorry. This one is on westhuntsville.org, westhuntsville.org. I think they're probably also on the Collie House, along with a video about Kids Sing, but... You can find these readily on westhuntsville 
dot org and if you go there you can you can just type in the search bar kids sing and there's a video there of how to do kids sing in your congregation and you can do this at home with your own children as well but what these are are just um little cards they're color-coded cards like we call one the green pea card and another one is uh the um, squash card and another one we mostly use fruits with them the watermelon card they're different color cards and they are bible facts or bible accounts and all it is is that your children are able to name what is in certain chapters of the bible there's a general bible knowledge card and that one you know you're just going to say love your children are going to say first corinthians 13 you're going to say faith your children are going to say hebrews 11 you're going to say maybe Judgment Day. Your children are going to say Matthew 25. Maybe you're going to say Noah and the Ark, and they're going to say Genesis 6 and 7. They're going to know where things are found in the Bible. And you would be surprised how fast your children can learn these things. And for instance, in, in the book of Acts, most many of the children in our congregation can tell you what's in each chapter of Acts, beginning with the Acts 1, birth of the church. I mean, Acts 1 is ascension. Sorry about that. They know it, but I don't know it. Acts 1 is ascension. Acts 2, birth of the church. I'm just saying these off the top of my head, as you can tell. Acts 3 and 4 is the lame man. Acts 5, Ananias and Sapphira. Acts 6, deacons. Acts 7, stoning of Stephen. Acts 8, Ethiopian eunuch. Acts 9, conversion of Saul. Acts 10 and 11 is Cornelius' conversion. And from there, you know, you just go on through the book of Acts in that way. And your children, I, I've known many adults who've watched kids sing in congregations who have really used what our children are learning in personal evangelistic Bible studies. One woman told me the other day, she said, I really wanted to, to talk about the Ethiopian eunuch. And I was so glad that I knew to say Let's go to Acts 8 and let's talk about whether baptism is immersion. Did they both go down into the water? And you know, your kids, you might be saying, yeah, but what, a kid, what good does it do to, for a child who's four years old to know, let's say that Acts 10 and 11 is centurion, the, the conversion of the centurion. Well, it might not be an immediate reward for them, to know where that is, but we're putting things in their hearts that they're going to keep there for a lifetime. I mean, we're saying it over and over and over so that when they grow up and get to those teen years, even those preteen years, where it's going to be important for them to know what to do to be saved, they're going to have it in their arsenal. They're going to have it ready to say, I know Acts 8 is Ethiopian eunuch, Acts 9 is Cornelius, Acts 16 is Lydia and the jailer, Acts 2 is the birth of the church and 3,000 were baptized there. I mean, they're going to know these Bible facts. Right now, our kids are at West Huntsville are working on Hebrews and the things that are better from the book of Hebrews and just those Bible facts that may not actually help them in converting someone or even help them in personal growth at the moment. We're just putting those things in their hearts so that they'll be able to use them all of their lives. And I can just tell you from looking back and experiencing this with my children who grew up doing kids sing, 
that this is very valuable to them right now in their parenting. So kids sing cards can be found and downloaded and you can make your own and then laminate them um, as ours are laminated and you can get a whole set of those free on westhuntsville.org. I think they're also probably on the Collie House. I actually think if you search the Bless Your Heart blog that's on the Collie House and you search Kids Sing, I think you'll find those cards there as well as the how-to video about Kids Sing. So Kids Sing is a great resource and has been something that our family has really benefited from. And then I wanted us to also talk today about Kaio Publications, K-A-I-O, publications. This is, um, as you probably already know, the Wells family, and they just have some pretty amazing family Bible time resources there. They've reached out to families as well as done their own research and hard work on that website. And you can find podcasts that your kids, especially your teens, will enjoy listening to. But you will also find on that website resources that have come from many different sources as um, they have reached out to lots of people to put together family Bible time guides or unit studies for family Bible time. And I've looked at some of these and they have some really creative ideas, things where you can find uh, the tools that you need already in your own home and they kind of walk you through how to use resources that you probably already have to illustrate and teach Bible lessons. So Kayo Publications is just something that has been a great resource for us as well. I also wanted to mention the Christ-Centered Home. The Christ-Centered Home. I noticed that um, there really are a lot of things that are called Christ-Centered right now, and so you have to be careful that you're looking at the right one. I think there's even a new uh, book out called The Christ-Centered Home. It's the, T-H-E, ChristCenteredHome.com. And this is Kim Sutton and Jennifer Benavides. And they have put together this website that has some really good resources. But I particularly wanted to call your attention to the February one from last year. If you didn't see that last year, they have a February um, Christ-Centered Home kind of theme unit for the month of February, and they posted this in February of 2020, but if you didn't see it, go ahead and look at it and think about incorporating it into your homeschool or your family Bible time for the month of February this year because they have a lot of really cool things there about love. So that would be a great place to look. And then I, I can't mention a list of resources ever without saying christiancourier.com because it's just deeply biblical it's scholarly my friend wayne jackson passed away recently and it was pretty hard for me to think about a world without the knowledge of our wayne jackson but he left us a lot of resources archived on christiancourier.com 
com Christian Courier. Courier is C O U R I E R. I'm sure that Jen will put these in the show notes, but Christian courier.com. Now I know that I'm telling most of you things that you already know, but there are some people who are listening to this podcast who have never looked at christiancourier.com. I mean, lots of times I'll have a Bible question. I want to know how a certain passage in the Bible reconciles with another passage. What is there about the language that I'm not seeing here? These two passages appear on the surface to be contradictory. What is it that I'm not knowing? And usually, I can go to christiancourier.com, type in my passage, and a lot of things will pop up, and one of those things will be the answer to my question. I do this almost weekly, and certainly I'd say every time before I have a podcast, there will be a difficult question that I'll think about, and I'll say, I wonder what the Jacksons think about this, and I will go to their website, and it won't just be what they think, but it will be what the language bears out, what the text bears out, what the context of the passage bears out. So christiancourier.com is something today that I would have a hard time living without. I think that I mentioned last time several resources, but those are the ones that I want to leave you with today. And then for our last dig a bit, I'm just going to talk mama to mama about some principles that I think we can apply daily and put some very deep convictions in the hearts of our kids in some tangible ways. So some things that we can do just as a part of our days that will help us put conviction in the hearts of our kids. I hope that these things aren't redundant for you. And again, as I asked you last time, if you have ideas about resources, and I've already had a couple of these sent to me that I am going to mention on the video podcast, If you have resources, things that you'd like for us to know, then I want to know about those too. And we will share those ideas as we can for putting respect for authority in the hearts of our children. Of course, a Bible knowledge is going to be key to putting respect in the hearts of our children. So join me one more time in a dig a bit. And then don't forget about our video podcast If you can see it live, and I'm not sure you'll get this before it's live, that would be on January 26th, I believe it. Yes, January 26th, which is tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Tomorrow night as I'm speaking at 7 o'clock, January 26th. And But if you miss that, be sure you just go back into the archives and watch it later. It'll be on live stream and i have tagged you i have put a post up in our on our digging deep page i'm having a hard time with my tangled tongue today but on our digging deep page there's a post about that i'll try to put one up again as a reminder tomorrow and then i will also it'll also be on facebook live let me just say this too several of you have contacted me and said i'm thinking about leaving facebook i don't at all wonder about why you're thinking about leaving Facebook. I think there are probably several um, several tenable reasons, several pretty good reasons to leave Facebook right now. I think a great reason to stay on Facebook is that we are certainly using Facebook to its maximum spiritual capacity as we do Digging Deep via Facebook. Having said that, though, some of you have said, how can I keep up with the post? How can I keep up with the podcast if I'm not there? Well, I would say the GBN app would be your very next best 
place to find our materials. I've posted about the GBN app on the Digging Deep page, but that is Gospel Broadcasting Network, GBN. And I think the website there is gbntv.org. And if you look there at the GBN app, you will see a lady section. And in that lady section, you will clearly see a mauve colored Digging Deep app where all of our materials that we can put there will be archived and we're thankful to the GBN staff for help, helping us work on this but we are really thankful to Jennifer Benavides who is making sure that all of these materials get over to GBN for archival there. Thankful always for Ariana Finkel who is doing a great job at archiving on our Digging Deep page. You can find just about everything you want to know there and Ariane is really responsible for that. And I cannot thank our um, Brandy Hayes, who is our transcriber, who is making sure that all the digabits and all the video podcasts are actually transcribed so that you can read them as well as watching or listening to them. Thank you, Brandy Hayes, for that. Thank you all for being a part of Digging Deep, and I hope you have a blessed day.